0: We're hearing a lot of people coming forward uh, with stories about how they were treated unfairly or uncomfortably or inappropriately in the workplace. Uh, Most recently here at home, it was Albert Schultz. Who has, uh, you know, four women alleging that, and not only four women, but people walking off the uh, the job saying that they stand behind the women and that they believe their stories, but four women alleging that he was inappropriate with them as well. He's from the Soul uh, Pepper Theater. He was the artistic direct- director. He's had to step down now. And today, I'm looking in the Star, and the headline is George Brown Theater School teacher left job after ex student alleged inappropriate sexual comments. It's uh, quite a lengthy article. It's a good read. And one of the people that stood out to me happens to be a guest on the show right now. His name is Patrick Seisler. He is a George Brown theater grad. And why he stuck out was apparently he had a great experience at George Brown, but he started a Facebook page. He joins the show right now. Patrick, welcome. Hi, Kelly. What was the uh, what's the Facebook page you started?
1: Uh it's not actually a Facebook page, it's a standalone website. Oh, okay, a website. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. it's uh gbsurvivors.org.
0: Okay, and GB yeah. standing for George Brown Survivors.org. Yeah. That's pretty um, hefty title for a uh or uh, you know um Yeah. A a website. Uh why did you start the website?
1: Well, it all came out of Megan Robinson's uh Intermission magazine article back in February of last year. And uh, when that came out, we saw so many people adding their stories to the comment board and I felt like I really wanted to keep that momentum going and I really wanted to give people a safe online space to share their survivor stories and especially to do it in a, you know, in a digital space where they could do it without fear of you know, malicious commenting or trolling. So all the submissions are done through secure email.
0: Can you, you know, tell Megan's story a little bit, or at least, uh, you know, when people are hearing you talk about Intermission Magazine, it's probably a, I'm guessing it's a George Brown Theatre School magazine, and most of us have never heard of it.
1: It's not a uh, specific to George Brown. It's a, a community, it's like an online blog magazine specifically for the Toronto Theatre community at okay. large. Yeah, so Megan, I mean, I can't really speak to her story on her behalf, but she, uh published this article online for Intermission Magazine it was February of 2017 and she discussed her time at George Brown Theater School and talked about I mean one of the comments that really stuck out for me and for a lot of people was when the acting instructor told her oh so you must have been the funny fat girl in high school mm. which You know, for a lot of us who are grads, it was no surprise. We'd heard many things like that, a lot of really misogynistic and demeaning comments, especially, you know, towards the young women, but no one was really exempt.
0: And what was your experience like in George Brown Theatre School?
1: Well, it was was ambivalent, because on the one hand, you know, my classmates were all so wonderful, And I still love them so much, and I just feel so blessed to have them in my life. And, you know, without them, I would have left in a heartbeat.
0: Why? uh,
1: Because on the other side was how terribly mistreated we were by some of the faculty.
0: Can you give me an example of how you were mistreated? Because, you know, I think we're we're listening along, and we're all willing to hear stories now, because stories have come out, and some of the stories we're hearing will curl your uh, hair, but... Um, with regards to, you know, students, you, know, you guys are clients. You're paying cash to go to a school. So what yeah. was it that was um
1: Yeah, well, upsetting? for me, I mean, for me, my role in all this really wasn't so much as a survivor necessarily, although I, you know, experienced some stuff, but it was more as a witness and whistleblower. So after I graduated, it was about nine months after I graduated, I still felt so unsettled by, you know, just the general atmosphere Of the place and some of the things I had witnessed.
0: Okay, so explain the general atmosphere and the things you'd witnessed that would make you feel uncomfortable.
1: A big part of it, something that's so pervasive throughout the whole program, is their cutting system. And and I find it so bizarre that in the STAR today, the college claimed that there doesn't exist a cutting system, but you know, I'm not sure if that's a typo because it's very bizarre because the whole program is predicated on expelling students for what I would think, are trivial non-offenses. Like what? (laughs) That's the thing. It's very hard to tell. And we have lots of evidence that, you know, students have had their their reports tampered with. So when a guest instructor submits a passing mark, then in the past the artistic director would take those reports and switch their grades to Fs, which would then necessitate, in their eyes, the student's expulsion. And so they have this system where they take about 30 students at the beginning of the program, and they graduate, you know, with maybe a third. They end up typically with like a dozen people at the end. Wow. Because they cut so many, and so many people get so fed up with the program.
0: Why do they cut so many? Do you think it has to do with the fact that there's not a lot of opportunities for theater grads?
1: I don't know why. Mm. I think in their minds, it's somehow consistent with this elitism or this sense that this is really rigorous training. But to my mind, it's always been tantamount to fraud. You know, people go to the school believing that they're going to receive a quality education and that they're going to be mentored through to a successful graduation, but instead, you know, they're bullied and abused and, you know, in some cases bankrupted and kicked out with no credentials and nothing to show for their hundreds of thousands of hours.
0: When you talk about people being bullied and abused, uh, I think people listening right now are driving home in their cars are thinking, well, like, what what do you mean? Can you give us, like, uh, just get us to a specific example of a time where maybe you weren't bullied, because I understand you actually didn't have a bad experience, but you saw someone else being treated poorly. What comes to mind?
1: um, Yeah, and so when I graduated, I, I wrote a letter to the human rights advisor, and out of that, a whole bunch of other people, former students, wrote in with their experiences and I ended up compiling all those in a document that's on the, the website, and it's called "The Legacy of Trauma." So some of those incidents, you know, range from, uh, you know, really derogatory sexual comments like uh, "You're a slutty actor who makes cheap and slutty choices," uh, "You look like a woman who's had three kids up there," "I wouldn't want to sleep with that," uh, to, uh, you know, racist comments. We've seen some of the stories that have been submitted. To the website. Hmm. Um, well, you, for, yeah.
0: Well, you know what comes to mind is you know did you did any of the students ever go to the teachers and say I'm sorry? What? Why uh, are you employing these tactics? Are you trying to break us down to to get us into this role? Or you know wh- did anyone start a dialogue? And how did the teachers defend themselves?
1: Well, because this atmosphere of you know, genuine terror, I think you know people know that if you back if you criticize anything you know and they're refuting this in the star which is also astonishing but you know i think even my most serious detractors would grant me that if you applied any criticism to the school you would be immediately expelled so doesn't
0: seem like a great business model though
1: <laughs> i know that's why it's so confusing like what is it it's always confusing me what is it what's in it for them I mean, if you're getting rid of all these students, you're losing that tuition. So sure. Is it
0: just like... When you were first accepted, and this is one of the premier uh, theater schools in Canada, right, George Brown College? When you yeah. first ex- accepted, you were one of 30 students. How did you feel in comparison from when you were first accepted into the program to when you graduated? Because uh, <laughs> you are one of the, yeah. the, the cho- chosen few that graduated.
1: Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's such a journey. It's Yeah, at the beginning, I mean, I was... I was elated to be accepted. I was so excited because, you know, theater was something that I loved so much. It was so meaningful to me growing up in small town in Godrich, where I am right now, with, with wonderful friends here. And, you know, it was really one of the most magical and wonderful parts of my upbringing. And then so to be accepted into this program that was really prestigious that, you know, I thought was going to be my gateway to be able to, do this for the rest of my life. It's just so amazing. And then, you know, at the end of it, I did graduate. I, you know, won an award partway through. I I graduated with, I thought, the respect of the faculty, and I'd been cast in some really great roles. Uh, But then, you know, I was so unsettled by what I'd seen. And after I spoke out, that was the beginning of 15 months of real horror and the experience of becoming a whistleblower.
0: Why, what happened to you?
1: There was so much backlash
0: from your peers so, or from the school?
1: You know, my peers were so supportive
0: right. What was the backlash from
1: from the from the school mm. so they were you know they silenced me. they started conducting these petty retaliations against uh my friends who had written in and former students and then when it became clear to me that they... What were,
0: would a retali... A re, I'm trying to get the whole story. So what would yeah. a retaliation look like?
1: They were so petty. but it So it was stupid things like removing people from the alumni mailing list mm. who had written in to criticize the program or removing people from the website list of notable alumni who had written in. But so it was petty in itself, but it also spoke to the fact that they weren't taking this seriously. And when I wrote in about a year into it to ask if there had been any updates or progress. Um,
0: progress with what?
1: With um, changes. So.
0: Okay, so you want to see changes to the staffing and how the, the uh, mm-hmm. theatre school at George Brown is run.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, so they had had a meeting shortly after my original letter. So that was in February of 2007. So then when we were in February 2008, a year later, I asked just to see how things were going, if there, was, if there were any changes, or policy updates, or new initiatives, and for that I was thoroughly scolded. And so I realized, you know, they're not taking any of this seriously, they don't have any intention of taking it seriously. So that's when I made the decision to compile all these allegations mm-hmm. that I had in my possession. And I, and I distributed that package to the faculty and throughout the college administration and the broader theater community and you know it became public enemy number 1 as a result.
0: And what do you think uh, what do you, what's the result you're hoping for as public enemy number 1 now?
1: <laughs> well, now you know I've reached out to them so many times before that and I've made so many diplomatic overtures which they rejected. And you know through a freedom of information request that I did last year I found out some really horrifying things that were going on in the background. And you know, I realize there is not an appetite for change, and these are not people that I feel I can ever trust.
0: but you would like to see changes to the George Brown theater program?
1: I did, and I was ready to help collaborate with those mm-hmm. changes and I spoke of the need for open and respectful dialogue, and how together we could build you know the theater school of the future and
0: why do you care? And and I don't mean that in a callous way. Yeah, I'm just yeah. uh, like, you know, if you're talking about how it was an abusive situation yeah. that we were in and it was disrespectful to the students and you were ultimately a client, why would you like to, yeah. you know, why are you invested in, in changing the George Brown uh, theater program? <laughs> I
1: just hate to see the people I love suffer.
0: All and, right.
1: Wanted to
0: see change. Fair enough, fair enough answer. Patrick, I really appreciate you joining us. I wish I had more time. Unfortunately, I got to get to the traffic, but <laughs> I uh, appreciate you joining us on the show today. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Kelly. Cheers. That's Patrick Seesler. He is a uh, George Brown Theater grad, and you know, there are uh, a bunch of students coming forward saying that George Brown Theater School um, just wasn't what they expected. They'd like to see some changes.